Welcome to the Iceland with Kids podcast. We're sharing the best tips and tricks to help you plan an amazing vacation to Iceland. Your host is Eric Newman, the founder of Iceland with Kids. Eric offers custom vacation plans and personal tour guide services for families visiting Iceland. Check out all of the details at icelandwithkids.com. It's a great idea. And today I'm going to give you nine different things you can do with teenagers when you visit Iceland. Let me give a couple of caveats first. Uh, one is that I, of course, don't know what your teenager will like. Sometimes you don't know what your teenager will like either. Um, but these are some things that I think in general, um, you'll be able to find at least a few things on this list that most teenagers should like. Some of these are very active, uh, long hikes um, or you know active tours. Uh, some are museums or other less active things. So hopefully you can find a couple of these nine, don't do all nine, a couple of these things you can do with your teenager when visiting Iceland. Uh, secondly, if you don't have teenagers, um, you'll still find things here which you may enjoy doing. These are going to tend toward the more active side, um, driving an ATV or doing a very long hike or sort of more active boat tours. Um, but other people, uh, younger kids or even older uh, uh, adults can enjoy these activities as well. So let's dive in. First on my list, and probably the most active thing on my list, is the Skogafoss Waterfall Hike. It's also called Waterfall Way. So if you're on the south coast, uh, there are a couple of really nice waterfalls that are right next to Ring Road, Route 1, Road 1. Um, the second one you'll come to as you're heading east is called Skogafoss. It's a beautiful waterfall by itself. You should definitely see it. You can see it from the parking lot. What a lot of people don't know is that on the right-hand side of the waterfall, uh, there are steps which go up to the top of the waterfall. And just to tell you how big this waterfall is, there are 370 steps to make it up. A lot of people just think this is a viewing platform, and it is. You go up those 370 steps and you're, you're going to want to rest. But it's the start of one of the most amazing hiking trails in Iceland. The full trail, which is 25 kilometers long, is called Fimurahals. I'm not sure I'm saying that right, but it's close. Um, and this is a trail. It's a one-way trail. And this is kind of a big deal. If you're going to, to do this, you need to either plan. You need to plan. It's not either or. Um, you can either stay in a hut that's on the way, which has no food and no amenities, uh, or you can schedule a bus to take you out. Um, there's a company called Trex, which does this. If you're planning to do either of those things, there's a great um, blog post, and I'll put it in the show notes, from Earth Trekkers. But these take lots and lots of planning to make sure you're not stuck out in the middle of nowhere by yourself. You're, you're in the highlands uh, at the end of this hike. What I recommend um, with less planning is that you can just do the first part of this hike and then turn around. Um, the first part, again, is dubbed Waterfall Way. Um, there are something like 25 waterfalls on this hike, and it's beautiful. So you can just go as far as you feel like going and then turn around. Uh, make sure you leave yourself plenty of time, although the good news is that it's uphill as you hike out from Skogafoss and downhill as you head back. So you probably won't get into too much trouble. Uh, just make sure you don't go too, too far up because you have to come back. It's a really, really nice trail. Uh, be careful. Um, hikers do get injured here, twisted ankles and so forth on this route. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a nice trail. Uh, and if you're careful and you're going with older kids, it's a really, really, really nice hike to hike down Waterfall Way behind Skogafoss. Number two on my list of things to see with teenagers is the Lava Center Museum. 
This is a really nice new interactive museum, also on the south coast, a little bit west of Skogafoss. And it just opened in 2017. It's very, 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 very nice. There's lots of really cool red colors and lots of information. I recommend it for teenagers, and I guess the caveat is only teenagers who are interested in, in volcanoes, right? You're going to get the history of, of the volcanoes in Iceland, really learn, learn a lot of scientific information about how, how, how volcanoes work. Um, I think that if you do have a kid who's interested in volcanoes, it's really, really nice. They can come away with a ton of knowledge in a short amount of time. If they're not as interested, um, you may not spend very long here and you may be disappointed because it's pretty expensive, but you can come away really knowing to look at the Icelandic landscape, how to look at the Icelandic landscape and know what type of, 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 of eruption formed which rock formations. It's really amazing. Uh, there is a nice little restaurant there with a lunch uh, buffet, uh, but another option, so I'll make this sort of a combo recommendation here, along with the Lava Center, is there is something called the Valhalla Restaurant and Saga Center. That's how it shows up on Google Maps. It's actually called Njal's Saga Center, I think, officially. It's just a minute or so uh, west of the, the Lava Center. And there's a restaurant there, which I haven't eaten at. I'm sure it's fine. Um, but it has free axe throwing. You can just show up and they have little sections where you can throw axes. There's also a, 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 a saga museum there. Now this one isn't gonna be super interactive, but it's free if you eat lunch there. And so in combination with the Lava Center Museum, if you go to this Valhalla um, restaurant and saga center, you can eat lunch before or after your trip to the Lava Center. You can throw axes and you can get a free saga museum as well, which again, the saga museum is kind of like the Lava Center where if you're interested in this particular saga, Njal's saga, a famous story from Icelandic history, you might find the Saga Museum really informative and interesting. If you're not as interested, it might not be as excited, as exciting. But it's a really nice place, nice option just outside of the Lava Center. Nice option for a half-day trip when you're on the south coast. Next on my list is the Golden Circle. Well, not really. I'm assuming that everybody um, with any age of kids or not kids is going to visit the Golden Circle when they're in Iceland. Not everyone does, but most people do. If you are touring the Golden Circle, let me give you three things that I think would be good add-ons to do with teenagers. One is the Reykjadalur Hot River Hike in Varigerthi. Um, this is actually kind of on the way to the Golden Circle, not so much in the actual Golden Circle. That town is is uh, between the Golden Circle and Reykjavik. Uh, this hike is 45 minutes at least, if not an hour, each way uh, to a hot river. Uh, you can go and you can change your clothes. You try your best to kind of do it privately. Teenagers may not love that. You're kind of just trying to hide in a corner usually, uh, but usually in Iceland, nobody's really looking. You change into your bathing suit, you get into this hot river. Um, the further to the right you go as you face it, the cooler it gets. Now, when I say cool, it's still warm, but it won't be as hot. Find a place, hang out for a while. Um, you brought a towel with you, hopefully, change back, and then hike back. Um, it's a fairly challenging hike, uh, especially for younger kids. Older kids won't find it too bad, but it's a nice add-on. The second thing to do in the Golden Circle area is foot golf in the town of Markavotler, which is really near Fluther. I would just call it in Fluther. Uh, on the Golden Circle. And this is foot golf. Um, is something that I had not heard of before I found it in Iceland. It is golf. There are golf holes and greens and tea areas, except you use a soccer ball and you kick it. And so the holes, of course, are much, much, much larger than normal golf holes. Um, this is a serious course. It's 18 holes. You know, there are 
you know, maybe 150 yards in length or so. Um, and so doing all 18 holes is a lot of movement, a lot of walking and running and chasing after your ball. I think it's a lot of fun for older kids. If you have a kid who's into soccer at all, or even into golf at all, um, especially if you have more than one kid, uh, they'll have fun competing and seeing who does better. It's really a, a lot of fun uh, for older kids. And the third is uh, Freethymar, which is the tomato greenhouse. This one really is in Fluther. Um, it is uh, an interesting place where you're eating inside of a greenhouse where they grow tomatoes. And everything has tomatoes in it. Even the water pitcher has a cherry tomato in the bottom of it. The desserts are tomato-based. The food is tomato-based. There's an unlimited you know, soup and salad. It's not salad, sorry, soup and bread. Um, tomato soup, of course, uh, with different kinds of bread and butter you can have with it. So if you have a kid who likes tomatoes, uh, maybe not so good for a younger picky eater, but good for a teenager who enjoys tomatoes and wants something a little bit different, and you can see the tomatoes growing as you're eating. Number four on my list is the Grota Lighthouse in the Seltjarnarnes area of Reykjavik. This is a peninsula on the very, very far west side of Reykjavik. You'll see kind of sticking out this little almost bulb of land sticking out the far west side of Reykjavik. Um, the lighthouse itself is a nice lighthouse to see, but you can't really go in. Why I recommend this is that it's just something very, very different. Um, this, this lighthouse actually becomes an island uh, at high tide. And it becomes you know, land-based at low tide. And so you have to time your walk such that you're walking during low tide so you can actually walk here. So you're technically walking to an island, which is kind of unique and fun if you think your teenagers would enjoy that. You can drive there and then just have a, a couple-minute hike to the lighthouse under five minutes. Or you can walk from Reykjavik in about an hour. There's a, a nice path that follows the bay there uh, by Reykjavik. Um, if you take the uh, walkway from Reykjavik, uh, there's a little art installation, which is actually a foot bath, um, a warm water foot bath on the way. It's called uh, Kvika, K-V-I-K-A. Um, I've heard sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it's free. But if you're walking there, as you get closer to the lighthouse area, closer to Grota, you'll find this foot bath, which is kind of fun. Uh, also in that Celtiar Narnes area, um, there's a you know city thermal pool there, which is very nice. Um, I think the one there, I may use some like fresh ocean water in one of its pools. Um, there are restaurants and shops in that area as well. So if you're walking, uh, you can really make a day of it and get out to a somewhat less touristy area of Reykjavik. If you do go to the Grota Lighthouse, be sure to check your timetables. You can find them online. We'll have a link in the show notes. Um, actually, we'll have a link in the, at icelandwithkids.com slash podcast. Um, it's also posted um, by the sort of area, the safe area, if you will. And so make sure you look and know, understand how to read that and know when it opens and closes, if you will. Um, I've heard that people get stuck there every year and then you're stuck there for six hours unless you're going to swim. So make sure you leave yourself plenty of time. Let me just add, since I know that a lot of people with teenagers or kids in general visit Iceland in the summertime when school is out, that uh, path uh, to the Grota Lighthouse um, is actually closed um, for a fair bit of the summer. Uh, so from about mid-May through mid-July, um, it's bird nesting season. So the birds are raising their, their little baby chicks. And so that uh, peninsula, that area where the lighthouse is, is closed. And so not only do you have to check to make sure the tide isn't going to trap you there, but you also have to make sure that it's not closed for, for nesting birds. Um, but if the timing works out, uh, it's a nice option. Just make sure that uh, it is actually open and available to you. Number five on my list is Nathalsvik Geothermal Beach. Now, you don't have to go to this place in particular. You really should go to any sort of thermal pool, whether it's a fancy one like the Blue Blue Lagoon or a less fancy thermal pool like the one I mentioned in the, the, in the previous uh, section near Grota in Seltjarnarnes. Nathalsvik is interesting 
It's off the beaten path in Reykjavik. It's probably about a half hour walk from the center of town, um, a fairly short car ride. Uh, you could walk there though if you wanted to. And what's different about it is that it's a geothermal beach. They've actually taken geothermally heated water and added it to the ocean water. So there's a nice, normal, yellow sand beach there. And there's water that is heated. Now, it's not hot. You're not going to heat the whole ocean. But it's warmer than it would be otherwise. You actually can swim in the ocean. It's still cold, but maybe not as frigid as it would be otherwise. There's a hot tub as well. There's sort of a hot pool, a medium pool, and then there's ocean water. Um, but it's something kind of different and, I think, fun and, 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 and unique. You don't see geothermally heated ocean water very many places. I recommend this for older kids, not just because it's further away, but also because... I don't want to say it's rough and tumble locker rooms, that's not fair. Um, I found the locker rooms to be sort of much more fast-paced. Um, there's sort of less of a tolerance for tourists who didn't know where things went, who didn't shower properly. Um, for example, you put all of your stuff just in a crate. You grab a crate, you put your clothes in, you put your bathing suit on, and the crate just kind of sits out and that's it. So, you know, there's nowhere to put your valuables besides this crate. That's what, what the locals do, it's not a big deal. It felt much less touristy to me, but also a little maybe more overwhelming for younger kids. Uh, but for older kids, I think it's great. It's free in the summertime. There's a fee in the wintertime, which is strange. Um, but that geothermal heated beach, if your kids are, are up for that, um, it's something very, very different and lots of fun. Number six on my list is the little town of Sather Croker. This is a town that's up north. Um, it's off of Ring Road, so you have to kind of venture off of Ring Road for a while. And um, it's a cute little town, and I really like it for two reasons. One is the big reason, I think, to go up there, which is the Drongay Puffin Tours. This is a three and a half to four hour tour. It includes a boat ride to an island um, where you hike and you bird watch. You can get within you know six feet or so of puffins if it's summertime, if it's the right time of year. Um, it's a fast boat. Um, it seems like a really, really nice tour. I haven't been there. Everyone says it's great, though, and I think it's one of the best ways to see puffins. It's pretty adventurous. Um, the small boat could get rocked by the waves a little bit, so I think best for older kids. While you're there, the other place I think you should go with teenagers is the, the Atlantic Leather Shop. Um, this is a small museum in the back that shows how they make this leather. It's mostly fish leather. And the store is what you walk into first, though, and it's just full of this rainbow of differently dyed fish leathers, literally a rainbow of them. And it's really, really neat. I think that if you that sounds like it might be cool to your teenager, I think they would really, really like this. Two other things you can do while you're in Sather Croker, while you're in town. One is the 1238 Battle of Iceland Museum. This just opened in June of 2019 um, and has a virtual reality battle at the end. Um, it's a nice museum and it's a lot of fun. Um, the caveat I'll say, especially for teenagers, is that that battle at the end, the VR is good, but not maybe as good as your Oculus Rift at home. Um, so if your kids are used to playing on Playstations, they're not going to be blown away by this virtual reality, um, by the, the sort of, you know, the actual throwing. You're, you're in a battle, um, but you know, the throwing isn't going to be super accurate. The other option that's right, right across the street from the 1238 Battle of Iceland is the Puffin and Friends exhibition. Uh, this is a nice place, especially if you're doing the, uh, the Drangay Puffin boat tour, uh, to learn a lot more about puffins and how, how they live. This also has a virtual reality at the end, um, taken by somebody who actually went to where the puffins are. If you're going to do the boat tour, you probably don't need to do this as well, but it can be a nice addition if you really want to learn a lot about puffins. So that's the Sather Croker town. Um, I think the Drange Puffin tour you pick up from there is great. And then I also think that the leather shop um, is a really, really nice add-on. Number seven on my list 
is a snowmobiling or ATV tour with Arcanum on the South Coast. Or you can go with somebody else as well. We went with Arcanum and really like them. The reason I recommend these in particular is because if you're 17 or older, so you're older teenagers here, you can drive the snowmobile or you can drive the, the ATV over a black sand beach. Um, those I think, your 17 year old has to have their driver's license, by the way, a full valid driver's license, not just a learner's permit. Um, and then a younger sibling, I think, could ride with them. Right? So both of those, the snowmobile and the ATVs, you can have a second person on the back. So a younger sibling or a parent, if you trust your teenager, uh, could ride in the back. So I think that if your kid is 17 or older, um, it has a valid driver's license, um, taking a snowmobile up a glacier or riding an ATV on the black sand beach. Um, and the ATV tour, I think, goes to the the plane crash that's out there as well, uh, an old uh, U.S. military plane that crashed there you know, decades ago. And you see lots of other really cool things. So that can be a fun option. Um, they're not cheap and it takes several hours. But I think that, uh, again, if you have a teenager who can drive, this would be a really fun way for them to get some driving in on a snowmobile or an ATV on a black sand beach. Two more things left on our list. Here's number eight out of nine things we think you can do with teenagers in Iceland. And then is a sea angling boat trip. Now, a lot of people will go whale watching, which I think is also great with teenagers, right? Just because something isn't on this list, you can still definitely do it. Um, but sea angling could be a, a good option. Um, this means you go out in a boat and they hand you fishing rods and you go fishing. And whatever you and your fellow tourists and the staff catch, they cook for you and you eat it when you get back to shore. So you get dinner as well. Um, sometimes you catch so much that they actually send you back with fish fillets if you want them, uncooked fish fillets. Um, we went uh, a couple years ago uh, with special tours, had a great time, um, and they barely cut enough for everybody to eat, but we did each eat as much as we wanted and we had a lot of fun. Um, it's, uh, I think, a nice experience for a teenager or anybody because they're old enough certainly to handle the, the fishing rod by themselves and fish on their own. They don't have to have help from mom and dad. And if they do catch something, great, everyone shares. If they don't catch, it's okay too because somebody else will catch and they will still get to eat. So I think it's a nice experience, a nice option, for, uh, different from whale watching. Whale watching, I think, is great too. You have a lot of downtime where you're, where you're trying to go out to find the whales. Here, there's less downtime. You're going from place to place fishing. I think there's actually more activity going on on a sea angling trip than whale watching. So maybe something a little bit different. If you're looking for something different than a whale watching tour, you can go sea angling from Reykjavik, and also there's a place in Dalvik which does it as well. Uh, lots of options. Let me actually clarify that. Uh, there is a company called Arctic Sea Tours that's based in Dalvik. Uh, that's up in the northern part of Iceland. Uh, they, actually pre-COVID at least, offered a combination whale watching and sea angling trip. They may also offer just dedicated sea angling trips as well. Uh, we have several options from Reykjavik um, and from most places that have whale watching, you can also find a sea angling, a fishing option as well. While I'm talking about being up north in Iceland, let me tell you my last place I recommend for teenagers in Iceland, which is Dedifoss. This is the largest and most powerful waterfall in Europe, not just in Iceland, but in all of Europe. Um, there's also some other waterfalls in the area as well. There's one called, called Selfoss. Um, and so there's, I think, two or three other waterfalls around that you can hike to. Each of those hikes is going to take you another 10 or 15 minutes, and so you can make this sort of a short or long stop. It's about 20 minutes off of Ring Road up north. Uh, it's really the only thing you're going to when you go on this road. There are two options you can take, two roads you can take. Uh, there's 862, 
which is newly paved, or 864, which is gravel. Um, people say 864 gives you the better view. You're sort of right on top of the waterfall. It seems kind of dangerous to me with younger kids. That's why make sure your teenagers are being cautious. Um, there was a movie your teenagers, teenagers may have seen called uh, Prometheus. I guess there's a view uh, of this waterfall uh, from 864. If you want to get the actual movie view, you've got to take 864. Uh, 864 is way too rough and rocky for, for my kids, my family, and for me. Um, I like paved roads, and so we took 862. Um, take 862, you can see the other waterfalls as well. Um, there's a little parking area, and it's a really, really nice area to see the most powerful and largest waterfall in Europe, Dedefoss, with your teenager. That is it for my list of nine things I think you can and should see in Iceland with your teenager. Don't try to see all of these um, unless you have a lot of time. Um, and don't see only these, right? There are other options to see. I sort of assume these are going to be the add-ons. You're still going to see the Golden Circle, the big three, right? You're going to see Gazer and Golfoss and and Thingvetler. You're going to see the other waterfalls on the south, south coast. You're going to spend some time in Reykjavik. Um, so you're going to add these on um, sort of as, as other stops on your trip. Um, we are now offering um, custom itinerary planning for your trip to Iceland, and we'll talk to your family. So if you're going with teenagers or going with small children, we'll customize your trip based on the, on the things we think you would enjoy the most. Just go to icelandwithkids.com slash podcast for all of the details uh, for trips in 2021. Um, we're offering really half price on what, what we're going to be charging long term. And also, if your trip is moved or canceled because of COVID, we will take care of you. You'll never pay unless you are, actually take your trip and use our advice. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Iceland with Kids podcast. For more information, check out our website at icelandwithkids.com. Or if you want help planning your Iceland vacation, or even having me serve as your personal guide in Iceland, just send me an email, eric at icelandwithkids.com. Thanks for listening.